0: The fifth command begins the second section of the Ten Commandments. The first four commandments teach how to love and how to honor God, putting him first. The rest of the commandments are instructions for relationships with others. God started with the the first relationship a person is aware of, the parents. Before we go on, I recognize that not everyone in here has a loving mom and dad who raised them since birth. Some of you are raised by, by single parents, by grandparents, aunts and uncles, godparents, family, friends, or, or even foster parents. As we discuss this commandment, think of how you can honor the person or the people who raised you. The fifth commandment says, Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God has given you. You see, this is the only commandment that has both a command and a promise. God gave children of all ages a command concerning how to treat their parents. He also described the the blessing that follows obedience. You see, this is not a commandment to be forgotten or ignored. In fact, Paul repeated the commandment in both Ephesians and Colossians in his instructions for how to establish a godly, Christ-honoring home. In Ephesians 6 when he said children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Fathers do not exasperate your children instead bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. In Colossians three eighteen says wives submit to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. Husbands love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Obviously, the commandment is important. I want to slow down today and look at it with you. Exodus twenty twelve says, Honor your father and mother, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. See, the first and most important word here is honor. But honor seems to be lost in our society. If you disagree with someone, you no longer feel the obligation to honor them, their position, or even their office. The prevailing thought is I can't honor someone if we don't agree on every issue. Honor has been replaced by anger and prejudice, hate, deception, and polarizing opinions. Anyone and everyone is fair game for another angry social media rant. But you see, God's word must take precedence over our dysfunctional culture. As followers of Jesus, we have to be different. Your attitude, your words, and your behavior cannot be subject to the emotion of the moment or excused by society. Honor is commanded by God. Maybe if we teach and learn honor in our own families, that will carry over into other relationships in our society. If you can't honor at home, you're never going to honor it at work, school, church, politics, and definitely social media. The, The dictionary defines honor as high respect. When people come to our church, do they sense that? Listen, honor is not something we do, it's an attitude and a decision that we've made as a team and as a church. Right? I, I choose to, to honor Pastor Will because I've got high respect for him. I, I, I honor Kelly Harrison because of the amount of respect that I have for her. The high respect that I feel. ...becomes honor that I express through my words and my actions. You see, honor is a choice. Honor is a choice. You don't automatically honor your parents. Instead, you choose to obey God's command to honor your parents. It says, honor your father and your mother. Having a kid's expensive, right? It's time-consuming and it's challenging... And every parent said, amen. amen. Right? Listen, kids, your parents deserve to be honored for the sacrifices that they make. If you're a kid, you don't understand how much diapers cost. Right? You won't know until you've got kids of your own. You don't have a clue how expensive you actually are. It says, honor your father and your mother so that you may have you may live long in the land that the Lord your father, God is giving you it's a pretty powerful incentive isn't it honor your father and mother mother honor your father and mother and live a long life and Paul added so that it may go well with you but listen this verse isn't intended to be used as a threat or weapon for parents to use against their children you better honor me I brought you into this world and I can take you out Listen, kid, if you want to live a long and happy, blessed life, you better treat me right. God's going to get you. (laughs) Listen, that's not the intent. I don't know. Maybe God knows how difficult parenting can be, so he attached a reward. Or maybe the reason there's a promise to go with this command is because of its great importance to God. See, the fifth commandment is for children Children should listen with respect and obey their parents because their parents want what's best for them. But the command to honor your parents isn't just for kids. The fifth commandment is also for students. Middle and high school culture often sends a message that is the opposite of honor. Things like, your parents don't understand, they don't get it, they're clueless. They are old and out of touch. They don't know what they're talking about. They just want you to be miserable and unhappy. They're trying to ruin your life. Avoid them as much as you can. Don't let your friends see you love or hug them. Talk bad about them every chance you get. You know better than they do anyways. You see the fifth commandment presents a different perspective. God says, I gave you to your parents, and I gave your parents to you. I know it's hard to believe, but even with all their faults and failures, you need them. So students, honor your parents. Accept them. Thank God for them. Honor them by speaking good about them to your friends instead of bad-mouthing them. Honor them with obedience. Honor them by telling the truth. Honor them by listening when they speak. Honor them by not rolling your eyes and acting like they're stupid when they talk. Honor them with your love and your respect. You see, this message is for students, but the commandment is also for young adults. It's incredible, but right about your second semester in college, it's like a switch flips. Right as quick as your parents turn stupid when you turn 13, they become smart again. It's a wonderful moment for parents. As young adults, you see and understand more of your parents' flaws. As a child, you thought they were perfect. As a student, you thought they were completely flawed and ridiculous. And now you've got an even better perspective. You see where they're strong, but you also begin to understand their weaknesses. And although you you now make your own life decisions, you can honor them by, by asking your parents for and listening to their advice maybe even following it sometimes. And guess what? You probably saw this coming, but the fifth commandment also applies to adults. It's for people in their 30s, 50s, and even 60s. In fact, many scholars believe that this command was originally intended for adults with older parents. In the Bible days, there was no retirement or Social Security. Generations of family often lived together, and your only option when you got old was your children honoring and taking care of you. I'm not saying that you've got to fund your, your parents' wives, right, unless you're Josiah, Jonathan, and Sophia, and then I absolutely expect that. But, but honoring your parents in their old age means watching out for them and making sure that they're taken care of. Don't just treat your parents like an inheritance waiting to happen. As adults, your primary role is not to take from your parents, but to give to them, to give them honor, to give them love, and to give them respect. When you do that, you honor God and position yourself to receive his blessings. You see, there's a spiritual principle at play here. You get what you give. You get what you give. Your kids will see how you treat your parents, And they're going to treat you the same way. This commandment is for life. If you're still at home, God's command is for you to obey your parents. If you have your own family, God's command is still to honor your parents. We equate honor your father and mother with one word, obedience. But honor is more than obedience. It's much easier to obey than it is to honor. Right? You can hate someone and still obey them, but honor and hate cannot coexist. Honor doesn't obey because it has to, it obeys because it wants to. Honor obeys because it holds someone with high respect. You see, honor is is difficult to describe, but it's easy to see. You know when someone honors you, and you know when they don't. Right? If you're, if you're going to obey this commandment, then it helps to have some practical steps and some ways that you can demonstrate honor. So I want to give you some practical steps. First one is listen. Students, take out the earbuds or the headphones off and listen to your parents. Mom and dad, turn off the TV and listen to your children. Everyone, put down your phone. Right? I don't mean right now, but that'd be good to do too. Take a break from Fortnite, from Facebook, from ESPN, and Lord help us, the Hallmark Channel. Be together. Really listen. Listening conveys honor and respect. Listening says, I have high regard for you. You matter more to me than this music or this television show. One of the things that I'm working on is being fully present. My friend Dr. Galen Clonch does a great job at this. When you talk to Dr. Clonch, he doesn't look at his cell phone to see if someone more important needs him. He looks at and listens to you. You get Galen's full attention. Can I tell you, I want to be more like that. Being fully present and listening with focus communicates honor. Second thing is affirmation. You can affirm. Affirmation is another powerful tool to communicate honor. Parents, we've got a horrible tendency to spend a lot of the time correcting and not enough time affirming. Right? You justify it in a lot of ways. I just want what's best for them. I don't want them to make the same mistakes that I made. I get all that. But do you know what? Your family is tired of hearing your correction. Listen to the verses again. Fathers, do not exasperate your children, instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Why don't you try a different approach? Instead of blasting on the negative, celebrate the positive. One of the most powerful principles that I can share with you is you get what you celebrate. It's an incredibly effective way to lead your family. Let me give you an example. Your kid gets her report card and it's got three A's and two B's and a C and two D's. What do parents most talk about first? The A's or the D's? It's the D's. Listen, you get what you celebrate or what you affirm. Start with the good. Celebrate the A's. You're going to discover that affirmation is contagious. And as you give affirmation, you will receive honor. Children of any age, your your parents also need affirmation. They get beat down at their job, and they struggle to feel like they're good parents. When you fail, they see it as their failure. They need to hear you say, I love you. They need to hear you say, you're such a great mom, or I'm thankful for you, dad. Say thank you. Appreciate their sacrifices. Text them and say that you are glad to be their kid, and don't ask for anything. It's going to freak them out. Right when you, when you tell your parents I love you, it honors them and it demonstrates honor to others. Parents, if you want your children to say I love you, model that love. You need to say it early and often. Third thing we see is that you communicate honor when you sacrifice your preferences. Instead of doing what you like, Have fun doing what your parents like. Take a walk. Actually ride in the front seat with your mom on the way to school. Take an interest in their job. Tell them about your day. Eat dinner at the table as a family. Put down your cell phone. How about listen to their old music that you hate? Right? Eat breakfast with them instead of sleeping in. But parents, remember that honor goes both ways. You model honor when you sacrifice your preferences and have fun doing what your kids enjoy. Now this next principle sounds simple, but you communicate honor when you share. When you freely share what God has given to you with your parents who shared with you from the day that you were born. So if you win a Starbucks gift card, Give it to your mom or dad instead of keeping it for yourself. Believe me, they need caffeine more than you do. So students, anybody here like a Starbucks card? Now, if you take it, you've got to promise. You've got to promise to share it with your parents. Somebody grab it. All right. Now, if your pastor gives away restaurant gift cards, treat the family to a meal on you. I got $50 Texas Roadhouse. If someone gives you a bouquet of flowers, put them in the kitchen so that your parents can enjoy them too. But it's more than just money or stuff. can i tell you students we don't want your money instead we want you to share your life with us pick up your phone and call your parents share memories talk about the past share a meal at a restaurant that you can't stand share happy and sad moments your Parents love pictures. Quit griping. Take some pictures with them. And smile and pretend like you love them. (laughs) Share your knowledge, especially on technology. Listen, and, and instead of getting mad because they don't know how to use their phone or their computer, set it up for them. Teach them how to use Instagram without being creepy. Share. Before we go, I wanted to answer a question that's probably troubling some of you. Is how do you honor flawed, manipulative, or abusive parents? If your parents are mean and messed up, does that excuse you from the fifth commandment? Many of you have dysfunctional or even abusive parents. What does this commandment mean for you? Can I tell you that dishonorable parents are nothing new? There are dysfunctional parents and families in the Bible. Adam and Eve had a son who murdered his brother. Abraham told a government official that his wife was his sister. Rebecca manipulated and deceived her husband Isaac in order to secure her favorite son's future. Maybe the best example in scripture of dysfunctional parents comes from the story of two best friends, David and Jonathan. David and Jonathan were best friends, but Jonathan's father, King Saul, was angry and insecure and an unpredictable man. David was anointed by Samuel as a future king. And when David killed a giant, Saul became so jealous and he tried to kill David. He ordered his son, Jonathan, to kill his best friend. Jonathan knew that he was supposed to honor and obey his father, but he also knew that murder was wrong. So he did the right thing. He honored God by disobeying his father. Jonathan warned David, and then he went to his dad and said, in 1 Samuel 9, 4, Jonathan spoke well of David to Saul, his father, and said to him, Let not the king do wrong to his servant David. He has not wronged you. And what he has done has benefited you greatly. He took the life, his life in his hands. And when he killed the Philistine, the Lord won a great victory for all of Israel. And you saw it and you were glad. Why then would you do wrong to an innocent man like David by killing him for no reason? You see, like Jonathan, you have to honor God first. Sometimes honoring your parents Means that you try to keep them from doing something that will dishonor God. The command to honor your parents doesn't mean that you have to do everything they say. Honoring your parents doesn't mean that you never set boundaries. Honoring your parents doesn't mean that you give in to guilt and manipulation. Honoring your parents doesn't mean that you tolerate violence or abuse. Honor doesn't mean that you put yourself or your own children at risk. You may have to say, because of how you've broken my trust over and over again, I can't be in a close relationship with you. You honor them by doing that than by allowing them to continue their destructive ways. Enabling or ignoring abuse is not honoring. It says, honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God has given you. Honor your parents. Honor your children. Honor each other and model the love of Jesus for a world that desperately needs to see a different way to live. You see, honor is being obedient even when you disagree. Just this week, I posted something on Facebook. Some of you might have seen it, some of you might not have, regardless of the content. I got a text message from Pastor Rod, pastor there at First Little Rock, and said, hey Jason, I appreciate your thoughts on this and I'm glad you've got them, but you need to remember that everything that you post Will affect the church. You have no such thing as a personal Facebook account anymore. And can I tell you, at first, when I got the text message, I didn't agree. I, I didn't see it that way. And in my head, I thought, but I'm right. But because I chose to put myself under him as one of my mentors, I respected and honored him by deleting my post. That's something really simple, isn't it? You know how long it took me to delete the post? About five seconds. But I showed honor because I was obedient and I took the advice from a mentor. some of us care too much about being right than we do about being in a right relationship with God. I really struggled with how to end the message today. Here's the reality is some of you need to walk out of church and get on your phone and call your mom or call your dad. Others of you need to call your kids and apologize because you've let some petty things affect your attitude and you need to get over it. You might just need to walk across the room and and hug your mom or dad or, or shout, I love my parents so that all your friends can hear it. Maybe it's time to forgive. You're most like Jesus when you forgive. Parents, some of you need to forgive your kids. And kids, some of you need to forgive your parents. Husbands, some of you need to forgive your wives. And wives, some of you need to forgive your husbands or your husband singular. Listen, there's something awesome that happens when we honor each other. What you give, you get. Parents, don't use this and go home and say, you need to listen to Pastor Jason because it's time for you to start honoring me. No, you need to go home and model honor. And watch, as you honor, you'll get honored in return. I want to pray for you. I want to pray that if you have unresolved conflict in your family, that you'll take the steps necessary to resolve that and that you'll start with honor. Heavenly Father, we recognize and acknowledge that family relationships can be really difficult and complicated. God, we also know that we can't ignore this command just because it's hard. We can't escape it. We can't say, this is too hard. I'm going to skip this honor thing. Lord, would you help us to demonstrate honor in our families and in our homes. We honor each other. We honor our parents. We honor our children. Lord, I pray for families with unresolved conflict. Where there's some people today here that, that they need to resolve conflict with their kids. Lord, I pray that they would do it in a way that brings honor to them and honor to you. God, there are others in here that have unresolved conflict with their parents. God, I pray that they would take the first step to make things right and to do it with honor. God, even if if our parents don't deserve that honor, God, they've done nothing to earn it. Lord, you didn't say do it if they deserve it. You said do it, period. So God, that may mean that we've got to forgive. God, for some of us, that may mean that we need to give up of the bitterness and the hurt and the betrayal. God, just so that we can forgive and begin the process of honor. Lord, help us as your family to treat families better. God, and in the middle of a society that is dysfunctional, angry and always arguing I pray that other people will see the way that we relate to each other and in that they would see a happy family that they would see more than just a happy family that instead they would recognize that there's something different and we're putting you first help us Lord because we really want to communicate honor not just to families but in every arena of our life God, as we honor each other, we honor you. Lord, thank you for some practical advice that helps us. God, we need your help in this area, and today we ask for it. In Jesus' name, amen.